and welcome to Mash Mouth, a podcast covering every single episode of the hit 1970s sitcom, Mash. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Ethan. Ethan, how are you today? I'm doing pretty okay. How are you, Vanessa? I'm well, thank you. I think that uh, I think that we're always just going to be okay when we're talking about MASH. And regardless of anything yeah. else that's going on, it's just fun to talk about MASH together. So it makes us happy. MASH makes us okay. Our baseline is we're fine. <laughs> okay. In theory, we don't have to ever ask each other how we're doing. But, you know, maybe one day I'll come in and be like, you know what? Had a terrible day. This is all my problems and just air them out on mic for the the world to hear. And then we'll talk about MASH and be like, you know what? Today was actually pretty okay. (laughs) That would be fun. So today, uh, this episode is titled Chief Surgeon Who. It's the fourth episode of the series. In this episode, Hawkeye is appointed chief surgeon of the unit. And of course, Frank doesn't like that. He has a little bit of a hissy fit freak out. Um, And he calls a general to the camp to inspect and scrutinize Hawkeye's kind of unconventional style of work and surgery. So what did you think about this episode right off the bat? This episode was really fun. I like this one. Like I talked about with the last episode, my kind of major problem with that one and like major in big finger quotes is that like that story didn't necessarily have to be on the army base and this was a very army base centric story for me it kind of works more in line with like how i see the show Mm -hmm. uh this one was really fun it had some good comedy and good lines uh vanessa what did you think of it Yeah, I really liked this episode. It put the situation comedy in sitcom for me. That's how I described it uh, when I was watching it. That's the first thing that came to mind. It was a very big comedy of errors, especially, you know, as we get into the episode with the with the general uh, trying to find Henry. That was that was really funny. I liked that a lot. And you get to see a lot of the characters and just how they all kind of interact at night when they're not trying to when they're not working and yeah. that made this episode very fun mm-hmm. is that you're just running into all of these people doing these very non-army things uh over the course of this night i also have to say again this episode like looked beautiful like just the lighting in the the night and how it's like lit in the tents very impressive for the time i thought it looked very nice yeah something that's really interesting about like mash was shot uh, like not on a set it was shot outside um and in these tents and stuff like that so it, it was i think that it's really it's really well done for not being on a traditional like studio well shot well lit just really well done especially for the 1970s i feel yeah and like we've talked about before on like hulu and various streaming services you get the show in hd and like it was shot on like 35 millimeter film so it looks like very nice just the general look of it is like oh this is a nice looking show and it's it's neat to see did you have any uh highlights my favorite line of this show was um a line that really made me like just laugh out loud is when the general is kind of uh yelling at hawkeye he's telling him that he's like messing up and stuff like this he goes to leave and he goes (laughs) He's like, you haven't heard the last of this. And Hawkeye goes very offhand, I haven't heard the first of it. <laughs> I just, it made me laugh so hard. There was hard. a lot of good interactions with, uh, that scene is the 
generals brought down by Frank and Major Houlihan to kind of show that Hawkeye is not qualified for the job of chief surgeon. So he comes in and kind of expects Hawkeye to not be qualified. And at that moment, he's playing poker. And Hawkeye is very much like giving him nothing, like not even arguing (laughs) with him, just won't engage with him on any level other than, hey, I'm trying to play poker here. Please leave me alone. (laughs) So that whole sequence of interactions with them and just how Hawkeye is constantly brushing him off was really funny. Yeah, I really liked that. Yeah, what was your favorite line? Uh, My favorite line is a bit difficult to deliver, but it was right at the beginning. They're all uh, in the swamp and they're making gin and just drinking and talking about martinis. And Frank is like, oh, don't you have anything better to do than swill gin? And Hawkeye responds like, swill gin? I have sipped gin. I have lapped gin. I have taken gin intravenously, but I have never swilled good, sir. (laughs) Good line. Good interaction. And that was like right at the beginning. That was one of the first scenes in the episode. And was like, all right, this is going to be a good one. Yeah, I liked that too. Um, (laughs) Getting into more of a little bit more of the meat of the episode. um, I thought it was really interesting and really fun to see the juxtaposition of Hawkeye and Frank just as characters and as like what they represent in the army frank of course he he thinks that he is this amazing surgeon and it's kind of established that he's not the best surgeon he's not the best doctor he had a thirty-five thousand dollar house and two cars <laughs> though so you know he's doing pretty all right for himself yeah. in the 1950s thirty-five thousand dollars by the way is about three hundred and fifty thousand dollars today just uh just so we all know i was gonna say it's actually <laughs> a nice house whoa in the episode he's writing to his patients kind of making himself out to be this like cr- this like amazing doctor this amazing surgeon saving all these people's lives and this war hero and Hawkeye is just like, wow, this is ridiculous. Um, So it's really funny. And then of course, he's given the Hawkeye is given the position of chief surgeon. And Frank is like, I can't believe this. And he goes to Henry with, you know, this list of uh, grievances against Hawkeye that oh, he doesn't salute him and this and that and the other thing. And of course, like Hawkeye doesn't want to be there. Hawkeye doesn't take it seriously. I mean, he takes his job seriously as a doctor, right? But he doesn't take the army seriously at all and I feel like in this episode it's really juxtaposed between like Frank who wants all this notoriety and is not the best doctor versus Hawkeye who is a establishes a really good surgeon a great doctor who is just like let me go home this is a good kind of exploration of their dynamic one thing that i like about hawkeye in relationship to burns is that hawkeye doesn't have any ego like at all like he is good and he knows it but he doesn't try to impress anyone with it it's just his job one of the interactions in this episode was frank says like oh i of you know the big house and the cars and you when you were drafted you were still working in the hospital and Hawkeye just responds like oh yeah god forbid that a doctor work at the hospital like yeah of course Frank he's a doctor where else is he like (laughs) supposed to work I know it probably meant like oh private practice or something where it's like being a big guy but like Hawkeye is very much established to be just a working guy and it's his job to do what he does 
does, and he's not very high and mighty about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I would agree with that um, assessment of him for sure. I think that well, definitely he maintains um he kind of he maintains that aspect of himself throughout the entire show of like you know just. I'm doing my job. I'm saving lives. Just let me do this and let me go home. That's all I want. And he doesn't want, you know, any responsibilities other than saving lives. He doesn't want the titles. He doesn't want the rank. He doesn't care about the regular army aspect of what he's doing. He just wants to save lives and he just wants to go home. And I think that's quite admirable. It's at the core of his character, I think. Like, if that deviated over time, I think the show would be infinitely worse. If, like, suddenly Hawkeye was like, I'm the best, it would make him infinitely less cool and charming. Because, like, anybody who is the best but proclaims themselves to be the best, infinitely, like, not, (laughs) not as cool as before. And for sure, later in this series, of course, his ego gets checked a couple of times, uh, you know, in in some episodes later on. And it's a very, like, good, it's a good thing. Obviously, in these early episodes, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't have any kind of ego, like you said. But later on, when there's, like, issues or anything like that, it gets checked and it it grounds him pretty, pretty fast. It's always really good. But so I wanted to get into um, <laughs> the so after Hawkeye is awarded, I guess, or appointed chief surgeon, they throw a party. And I, I really loved this party because it it represented to me also like something great about Hawkeye's character is that even though he doesn't want all like he doesn't want the chief surgeon position because even Henry said he's like oh on top of his regular responsibilities he's going to be responsible for this 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 all this other stuff and of course Hawkeye doesn't want it like we just said but he doesn't miss the opportunity to like celebrate the position in the most ridiculous way possible he's in a bathrobe he's in a cowboy hat it's like ridiculous everyone's having a fun time and to me it's just like any excuse to drink and party and kind of forget the reality of their situation and like where they are for any short amount of time, he'll do it. He'll take it just to, you know, feel kind of normal again. And I really liked that about this, this whole goofy little party situation. Yes. And that I think is the best illustration of like why Frank is so wrong in this episode. Mm-hmm. They need to to blow off steam. They need to be just chill out sometimes and just relax with each other and be friendly with one another. And like, it's kind of obnoxious that Frank doesn't see that. Like, I don't know what <laughs> Frank like wants from the military base if he wants it to just be professional all the time. Because I think with anybody that would be like super draining and like the party itself was very funny as well like with a radar coming in and giving him like a beach ball and a toilet plunger and being like these are your weapons of a mighty steed (laughs) and it's very just cute and fun and genuine like it felt very genuine yeah i agree it it was just in this episode a lot they show the humanity side of you know people in a war and like you know at the unit and stuff like that their humanity and the show does a great job of this throughout the series but in this episode you kind of see it this party scene was definitely one of that one of those kind of humanity aspects of the show and then when the general shows up and you get to see 
just kind of everybody hanging out at night, just kind of what they're doing when they're off duty made this episode like even more fun. Probably my favorite scene in this was when he goes to Henry's office and just Radar sitting there drinking <laughs> a giant whatever i'm not sure exactly what it was but he was drinking something and like smoking a cigar just at henry's desk <laughs> and like i've mentioned before like the image of radar in my head is like the kid with the teddy bear so like in these early episodes it's so fun to see my preconceptions be challenged on him and be like oh he is a bit more of like a of a cool rebelous guy than the softy that I kind of pictured him as <laughs> yeah for sure that was that was really funny and I I loved the just all like the mishaps along the way of General Barker trying to find Henry and, you know, chew him out basically for appointing Hawkeye as chief surgeon and stuff like that. He, you know, he walks in on Trapper and Hawkeye playing poker, you know, Radar and the cigars and um, Margaret and Frank sneaking around, which is another thing, too. It's like Frank is so like wants everything Frank's to be professional. Yeah, exactly. He's so hypocritical and it's so annoying. He and when he finally gets to Henry, he starts digging up worms. <laughs> or Henry's been digging up worms to go fishing. Oh my god, that was too much. This episode we meet uh we meet Klinger who becomes yes. such a big <laughs> character in the show. And he's just kind of like a throwaway joke in this one. So, so fun to see kind of how these seeds are, are planted, yeah. even if it wasn't intentional. Like, I don't know if they were planning to bring Klinger back in like a meaningful way. What happens is like the general guy is just trying to find Henry and he's running into everyone. He like ran into a guy with like a coat on. And when he's walking away, like you see like a woman like wrapped around <laughs> in that coat with her legs showing and then like right after that Klinger shows up and he's wearing a dress and he's like oh and they don't really acknowledge it he's just like oh that's weird yeah I thought it was really funny so Klinger is this guy in the army who got drafted wanted a section eight which is the dismissal I guess from the army saying that you are uh, mentally impaired like crazy I guess and he goes to about achieving this section eight by dressing as a woman and completely like owning the he's out of uniform all the time in this episode he's he's uh in a woman's uniform I really thought it was funny that the general kind of was like ah oh, Klinger is still going for that section eight like everyone apparently knows that Klinger is the guy who's like trying to get out of the army by dressing as a woman and no one's buying it it's really funny and just how they they're not phased by it at all <laughs> yeah right after that scene when he does find henry the general says like oh are you aware that one of your men is wearing a skirt and henry just responds like good thing he has the legs for it that was another one of my they favorite don't lines care <laughs> at all yeah. and it's so funny to see in in this nearly 50 year old show and obviously like it's a joke and like it's not meant to be taken as like a progressive thing but it is interesting to see how like they treated kind of gender nonconformity as like oh it's it's fine don't worry about it even if it is kind of like presented as a joke it was still very like this is just who he is. Yeah, this is just what he's doing at this point. So like, you know, we're not going to acknowledge it. It's not good. It's not bad. This is just how it is. Um, I really like that. And I do think that that's funny that it's... I, I didn't even think about that because Klinger is such a... Uh... 
uh, such a um, like a staple in the show for me that I don't know if they were planning on bringing him back or if he was a one off. But this is his first appearance in the show. And he does come back as a uh, a recurring character for most of the show and then a main character near the end. And I think that that's great. Clear is great. He's got a lot of good moments, even in the <laughs> little bit of the show I've seen. Uh, he sticks out as a, just a very notable character. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know that you love where everybody goes, and I'm sure he's going to get some development as it goes on. So I'm I'm very excited. <laughs> we have to do like a fashion update when he becomes like a regular <laughs> character. We have to like criticize his uh, his outfits. <laughs> that would be so fun because he wears some crazy outfits. It's amazing. So the reason that this general is going to find Henry to kind of scold him or yell at him or whatever he's going to do, I guess press charges against Hawkeye for insubordination something is because Frank and Margaret called General Barker down to the MASH unit because they said, oh, well, there's a there's a patient who has been sitting and waiting uh, to be operated on for a few hours now. And your chief, like the chief surgeon here, he's just he's playing poker. He's drinking like all this kind of stuff. He's not drinking like he it's very, very well established. That he's just playing poker. He's not inebriated when he operates. So the general says to Hawkeye, you know, go operate. What are you doing right now? Like this is an order. Go operate. And Hawkeye says, no, I'm not operating right now because I'm you know, he's not the patient isn't stable enough to operate on basically like, you know. I, I know what I'm doing here and I'm not going to operate on this kid who and then potentially lose him on the operating table because some general who thinks he knows better than me is telling me that I need to operate. What makes that whole interaction great is that it's not even an argument. He's just not yeah. engaging with him at all. Just giving him nothing and not going off of like any of his energy. He's just like, I'm playing poker. I know what I'm doing. I'm just waiting for this kid to be ready rather yeah. than like you listen here mister he's just so casual about it and it it does give like a lot of confidence to this character yeah absolutely and i think as we we were talking about um we were talking about the juxtaposition of frank and hawkeye and kind of what they represent in the army um and the military in general and hawkeye i think hawkeye's kind of i guess you'd call it insubordination or like unwillingness to really take orders from this general who thinks he knows more so what i think is great about this part in particular is that it shows Hawkeye's character and that Hawkeye kind of represents this uh, pushback to the, you know, the military and the show and stuff like that. And it kind of highlights this hypocritical kind of aspect, I guess, to, uh, you know, leadership and whatnot in the military. So at this point in the show, Hawkeye has schooled two generals in and he's gotten out of trouble by being a good surgeon and doing his job because in this episode, he does end up operating on the patient and the general assists in the operation and Hawkeye kind of just like wows him by being this really just being a good doctor being thorough and smart and stuff like that it just goes to show that you don't have to do everything by the book like you're you're not you know, not everyone in the military who has the general status knows more than say like a captain who is the chief surgeon like he's a chief surgeon for a reason and i just thought that that was really cool like you know you see like we talked about humanity and whatnot as well like you see these people being humans but also like they're really good at what they do still exactly because the whole conflict of this episode is that frank is mad that somebody with a lower rank 
was given a higher position than he has. But like objectively, Hawkeye is the better surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> he should be the chief medical off or the chief surgeon of this unit, regardless of rank. Again, how they criticize and comment on the military. It's never like very foot stompy. At least not yet. But there is very strong sense of the military doesn't necessarily need to have this kind of uh, tone to it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And like, I think that this episode highlights, even though Hawkeye is unconventional, is not regular army, is not professional when it comes to his place in the army and the military in general, he is still the best person that's like he's like the best surgeon he's still keeping people alive he's the best at keeping people alive and that's the point of him being there regardless of the the rank and the titles and the the generals and the this and then that and the other thing he's the best at keeping people alive and as a doctor in the army that's what he's there for so and even even general barker kind of acknowledges that he tells henry at the end don't call me i don't want to be called here unless you have an actual problem with the unit so even though he stumbled upon all these things clinger and address uh radar smoking the cigars at henry's desk hawkeye being you know just himself he still didn't see that as enough of a problem that he had to like you know come down hard on henry because at the end of the day they were saving people and that's what they're there to do yeah Good episode. Quality program. Let me tell you, <laughs> I'm very interested when we're going to like hit like a bad episode. It's going to be something fun to deal with. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So one thing that I wanted to mention, and it's kind of like out of what or it's not related to what we've been talking about, but it's never registered to me before that Hawkeye's name is Benjamin Franklin Pierce. <laughs> BF Pierce. <laughs> it's not like ever stated as a joke like that is just his name name but i do find it funny that his name is benjamin franklin i know i like that too and his his nickname comes from a book called the last of the mohicans um it's actually addressed in later episodes uh that he said i'm you know my dad called me hawkeye because the last of the mohicans was his favorite book and the main character in that his name is hawkeye so i thought that that was really interesting too i knew about the last mohican thing do you have any final thoughts or miscellaneous thoughts? So this is the last scene of the episode. They're in the OR again, and Hawkeye is kind of showing off, not showing off intentionally, but it's shown that Hawkeye knows what he's doing. Like he was the right choice for chief surgeon. It's kind of like punctuating that. And Frank asks for help from Hawkeye. Yes, I was gonna mention yeah. this, but I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> it's really it's really sweet. I I don't like Frank a lot throughout the show, but this is one of the times that I kind of did like Frank. They kind so Hawkeye and Frank kind of put their hatred for each other aside at that moment. And this is this also goes into this theme of the show that no matter what the wounded are the most important. These soldiers and getting them out alive is the most important thing. Frank asks for help and kind of acknowledges that Hawkeye can help him and he needs the help. And Hawkeye doesn't make any kind of snide really joke about it. He is just like, all right, I'm ready. And he's also kind of acknowledging too that Frank's here. Frank's a doctor. Like they need Frank as much as they don't like Frank, as much as he's not the best doctor. Hawkeye was still acknowledging him in that moment. Like he's saving lives too. And he's not too proud to ask for help to save a life. So I really, I really, really liked that end. Yes, it was a good closer because, you know, everything is so sitcom-y 
that you do forget like oh these are people that are saving real human beings in these situations and just having that resolve with we're professionals here like we can have our disagreements and we can have our little sitcom adventures but when we're in the operating room that that does all end because we do need each other like very fundamentally as doctors good episode still very impressed at how like solid the show is so early on yeah. in its run going back and watching the first few episodes of this show i am also really impressed because I, like i said i haven't seen it in a while but um yeah usually the first few episodes of a sitcom especially back when this was filmed aren't the best and usually it's later on that is like the best of the show but even so these are these are really really good episodes and i'm really enjoying them and i can't wait to watch the next episode i know even nowadays like i feel most sitcoms like full season 22 episode sitcoms just on network tv a lot of them are great but they don't get good until like halfway through the season when everybody's kind of adjusted to each other and they the writers know how to write for the characters and maybe it helps that uh this show is based on a book and a pre-existing movie so they're not like inventing them out of whole cloth they're kind of taking these existing characters and adapting them you know to tv but i think i'll continue to say that i'm still very impressed at how how familiar everything already feels where it's like they've they've the characters have existed for a long time they didn't begin existing when the show started they have this history they have this chemistry with each other yeah i i was wondering if i felt that because i i completely agree with you i i 100 back everything that you just said um especially about the characters like feeling like they existed beyond or like before the first episode of this show. I thought that that was just me because I've seen the show so many times and I'm so well like familiarized with these characters. But I'm glad to know that it's just because the show is just well done. It's just a well done show. So we're justified in really liking it. Ellen, all those still as charming as ever 50 <laughs> years later. Don't worry about it. Yes. <laughs> So I think that wraps just about wraps up the episode. Um, we just wanted to give some thanks to Jacob Furubalco for being our technical consultant, my sister Melissa for the cover art, and of course, our listeners. As of the recording of this podcast, we don't have our music picked out. <laughs> so when we do, it'll be linked in the description. Um, you can also follow us on social media at Valiantly Off Balance, Ethan Was Cool, and Vanessa... <laughs> and unnecessary also linked in the description you got your own instagram wrong. i know and until next time relax and soak your feet in a bedpan goodbye farewell and amen bye everybody bye.